0: Good afternoon, freedom lovers. You are listening to Living with Liberty, your source for common sense and truth. I am your host, Ryan. Today we'll talk about how the elites in sports can't seem to keep their opinions to themselves and keep alienating their fan base. I'll have a Nicole Wallace clip on insinuating that we need to drone strike Americans who do not agree with the left. And we'll tie it up with some good news and hopefully a laugh. All next on Living with Liberty. The divisive rhetoric and attacks on half of the country that does not buy into the official Democrat Party line continues on. Those who we used to watch for entertainment, not their third grade grasp on current events, continues these people continue to open their big, dumb mouths to spew the rhetoric that has turned people away from their product. Apparently, the NBA hasn't learned from last season's ratings disaster. The latest in the NBA to flap their mouths, alienating Americans of all stripes, is New Orleans uh, head coach Stan Van Gundy. Van Gundy thinks that this country is still a racist sexist, and homophobic country. This is why sports ratings are way down. People aren't going to tune in to be bombarded with this crap. We get enough of it day-to-day from the likes of CCP, NN, and MSDNC, among other outlets like the Washington Compost and New York Slimes. We tune into sports and entertainment for an escape from the daily grind of life for a few hours. When in the case of sports, players, coaches, and even the journalists that cover these uh, leagues continue to make uneducated statements like Van Gundy has and continues to make, it uh, just perpetuates the division we see in this country. Van Gundy states that people, and here's where the quote starts, believe that their jobs and their lives are under threat because of increased diversity or immigration. And our politicians play into that. It doesn't comfort people. It stokes fear. It plays to people's worst instincts. It plays to racism, Van Gundy says. Well, I hate to tell you, Stan, the Washington Compost, of all media outlets, ran a story debunking this very statement of yours. That, yes, undocumented immigrants do take jobs from Americans, and that they do depress wages. That is what people fear here. It is the fact that we are now releasing illegal immigrants into our general population of those who live in this country legally, whether by a resident or naturalized citizen. They are being released untested for COVID, and they're being released even as being known criminals. Some of them have been deported multiple times, yet keep coming back, and now under the Beijing Biden administration, they're just being let in. This has absolutely nothing to do with racism and everything to do with people's sense of security and ability to earn a living that supports themselves and their family. This has to do with their right to the pursuit of happiness that we have in this country, the pursuit of life and liberty. That is the fear that is stoked here. That is the very real fear, fear people have here. Now, let me put it this way, and I'll slow it down a little bit for Stan, since he seems to be not really all that bright. Illegal aliens come in and take American jobs. Americans get laid off. Those laid off, Stan, are your most likely fan base. They no longer have money for merchandise or to attend games. League revenues drop. Yours and your players' salaries drop. NBA eventually goes out of business. Stan Van Gundy and and the players, you guys eventually go bankrupt because we know you've got, you know, some of these players especially have like 30 Bentleys and five mansions. So Stan Van Gundy, it has nothing to do with race. And everything to do with Americans making a living and having the right to feel safe and secure in their own country. But Van Gundy has all of the foresight of a senior in high school with no contraceptive on prom night. So keep spewing this garbage rhetoric, Stan, and we'll keep tuning out the NBA until the league shrivels up and dies. Now I'll link the uh, article and I'll link uh, Van Gundy's uh his article he wrote in the description box if you, in the description box, if you want to give it a click there's much more. I just wanted to cover a little bit there uh, to give you a flavor for it and it's actually i think quite a big bit as it results in you know him accusing us of being a racist country and just continuing um to to make people turn away from the n b a now continuing on the hateful rhetoric front. I have a newsbusters clip here from Nicole Wallace at MSDNC, basically insinuating that drone strikes would be appropriate against, in quotes, domestic terrorists. You know, those ones that uh, support Trump, that support our Constitution, that support freedom and liberty in this country. Those are the domestic terrorists we're talking about here. Now, this is one of those times I wish I had a video show, so you could see the three dopes on the panel who look like bobblehead chihuahuas on the dashboard of your car. Here's the clip.
1: The bulletin released to all law enforcement earlier this week that there is, until the end of April, a persistent threat of domestic extremism, domestic uh, terrorism, carried out in the ideology and around this belief that the election Um, was fraudulent, that the COVID restrictions are unnecessary, all of those ideologies pushed by Donald Trump. But but my question for you is around incitement. Um, We had a policy, and it was very controversial. It was carried out under the Bush years and under the Obama years of attacking terrorism at its root, of going after and killing... and in the case of Amr al-Awlaki, an American, a Yemeni-American, with a drone strike for the crime of inciting violence, inciting terrorism. Mitch McConnell was in the Senate then. He was in the Senate after 9-11 too. How does Mitch McConnell, who understands that the way you root out terrorism is to take on, in the case of Islamic terrorism, kill those who incite it, how does he not vote to convict someone that he said, on the floor of the Senate, incited an insurrection?
0: I mean, seriously? Nicole Wallace, who is probably just outside the top 10 dumbest media people out there, is going to compare the case of a known terrorist to those in our country who are protesting and demanding accountability of our elected officials, who are protesting and demanding that our Constitution be upheld, that are protesting and demanding freedom and liberty. Nicole Wallace is insinuating here that everyone who does not bend the knee to the supreme rulers of Wokistan, that they are a terrorist worthy of being hit by a drone strike. One, this is just gross. It is absolutely grotesque that members of our media would suggest such a thing or even insinuate such a thing. And it's repulsive that you have a panel of three hypnotized morons who just mindlessly nod along in agreement as if this is such a great thing that, you know, as it's being suggested that Americans be treated like terrorists and they should be taken out with a drone strike. Now, I think there's a bigger play here, though, and it's one we need to be careful of and maintain discipline around. The media is continuing on with the divisive rhetoric. They're continuing on with the identity politics. I think there's a reason here. The, Democrat, the Democrats are also continuing on with their identity politics. And I think it's in an effort to get conservatives unhinged and to do something out of emotion again, like what happened at the Capitol riot, which again, uh, you always have to say this, which again, everyone involved there deserves to be prosecuted. There is no Right, no place for that type of behavior in our republic as we're fighting for our freedom and liberty. There's no room for violence in there. Now, what's happening here is the media and the democrats are trying to draw patriots out into another situation like that, and maybe just maybe this time with patriots toting their guns so they can claim another hoax crisis and strip more of our freedom and liberties. They continue to poke and prod, hoping to stir the bear once more, hoping to get one more emotional, unhinged response out of the conservatives here, uh, and try and get them to take some action that they will then spin into some out of control crisis. Part of the plan, of this plan, is the sham impeachment going on. They know the loyalty that to Trump that his supporters have, so they are going to. Make it another dog and pony show and play the role of the agitators. And, you know, on another note here, there's a, a reason the, the National Guard hasn't left the District of Corruption yet. My sense is they may be there perpetually for the next four years. The Guard is there to rebuff any attempts at any sort of protests for people to to gain redress of their grievances from their elected officials. They are serving as the de facto squashing of any First Amendment right to assemble in D.C., in front of the Capitol, or anywhere else. It's it's so the Uniparty can insulate themselves from the criticism and continue to try and strip our freedoms and liberties. Friends, none of this will work. Conservatives are a smart bunch. We think through things. We saw the harm to our cause that the Capitol riot had. We will not fall into that trap again. We need to stay vigilant, though. We need to make sure we have each other's backs and talk each other off the ledge when emotions start running high. We need to keep our eye on the bigger prize, which is continuing to let the Democrats and the three-ring circus known as Beijing's Biden's administration continue to expose themselves for the incompetent, Corrupt, American hating scumbags they are. I think even the sane Democrats are seeing it now and are waking up. We need to remain calm. We need to partner with those sane Democrats. At the end of the day, we all identify as Americans, plain and simple. End of story. That's our identity. We need to not let the rhetoric of the left be what causes us to deviate from our logical and sensible approach. It is still advisable that we lay low on the protesting front for a little while yet. Instead, you know, of gathering outside state or federal buildings to protest, we take our protests up by calling our elected officials weekly, daily, whatever it may be, and officials of both parties and let them hear our voices in that way for the time being. Make them understand where we're coming from and what our expectations are. Our time will come when we will be able to assemble again and mass and show our reps that we demand to be heard to show that we are a unified bunch right now though it's not the time to do that as it will just play into the trap that the left is attempting to set for us now I'll end with a happy note and something that I think I know for sure will make your eyes roll uh, but then hopefully you'll laugh at the other at the other stupidity of it First, the happy. It's more of a two-part happiness report. First, the uh, Super Bowl was just this past Sunday, and the ratings are in, and they're not good. This year's Super Bowl was the lowest rated in over 50 years. Friends, we are having an impact. Continuing to band together in boycotts like this will make companies take notice. From an economics standpoint, it's it's not the most efficient thing in the world, but from a standpoint of making our voices heard and what we expect and what we want to see, it's extremely a valuable tool right now for us. And if you uh, remember back throughout the course of this year, advertisers went back to the NFL to demand lower ad rates since the ratings were down all year. I say keep it up. Now, the second part of this happiness report is a uh, story from just the news on Burgess Owens. Burgess Owens was just elected this past cycle as a congressman from uh, Utah, uh, and he was an NFL star back in the 70s and early 80s. Burgess Owens said he will continue to boycott the NFL until Roger Goodell is fired. This is fantastic. Former players now are tired of the NFL's nonsense and are calling it out. Owens stated that Goodell is taking away the elements of sports that united fans and is instead making the NFL political. I couldn't agree more. We paid to be entertained, not be lectured by out-of-touch millionaires who have no grasp on reality. I applaud Burgess Owens. We need... More former players like him, speaking out, and we need more reps like him in Congress. All right, let's finish up with the story that will, no doubt elicit an eye roll from you, but hopefully a laugh at the absurdity of it. It's a P.J media story about how PETA, and People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, does not want to be left out of the Woke games and has launched a campaign against speciious slurs. In hopes of getting them removed from the dictionary. You heard that right. Uh, we are getting down to the uh, realm of speciesism. Yes, we cannot have our barnyard animals and household pets getting offended. So there will be no more calling your kids pigs for not picking up after themselves. There will be no calling that coworker you can't stand a dog. If you do, you are a human supremacist. Not only are you not allowed to eat chickens anymore, you are now banned from calling that cowardly person a chicken as well. We must drive supremacist language out, says PETA. We can't have the animals' feelings hurt. We certainly don't want them rising up against human supremacy and burning and looting pet petcos and farm supply stores in mostly peaceful protest. Though If this type of idiocy continues, we actually might not be that far off from a Planet of the Apes situation after all. That's my show for today. Thank you for listening. I'd be so grateful if you left a positive review, if your listening platform allows, as well as shared my podcast with friends and family and hit that subscription button. Subscribing helps us move up the charts and helps more people find the truth. I appreciate you spending some time with me today. Please help us spread the truth by sharing my podcast with your friends and family, as well as on your social media accounts. Also, I'd be grateful if you subscribed to my podcast and signed up for notifications. It'll help you stay up to date with Living with Liberty. With Parlor Down, I can be found on MeWe by searching Living with Liberty. And I also now have a Telegram channel. The handle there is at Living with Liberty. Liberty isn't a given. We must fight to protect it. Working together, we will do exactly that. Until next time.